How you doing, everybody? And thank you for joining us again here on the Beast Mode Kids <laughs> podcast. I just had a, I had this really quick brain fart, and thank goodness we on have this the... we have this nice um, poster on the wall that reminds me what the name of the podcast is. So <laughs> yes. it's one of those days. Apparently, it's not like we've done like eighty of these episodes already. Whatever. <laughs> I call you Zool sometimes, and so that's just a parent's thing. And I call Bo Zool a lot. Whatever. It's fine. That's little stuff right there. Yeah. You know what's interesting? Because, you know, when it, when it comes down to the memory and stuff, I think that we, we all try to hold a lot of stuff, information in there. Yeah. And that's where things get lost. And that's where you have to just kind of laugh at yourself from time to time when all of a sudden, like, have you ever walked into a room and you're like, why am I in here? Like, I, why, oh, why am I in this room day. right now? Like Every single day. And so it's just like, you know, then you walk away or you walk back upstairs or downstairs or wherever you're doing. Then all of a sudden you remember, you're like, oh, ah. That was important. I know. I need to go was, back there and finish it. So yeah, and, they have those days. See, but have you ever done the thing where you walk into the room, you don't know why you were there, you leave remember like an hour later then walk back into the room forget again and do it again like an hour later because that i've done that before i don't know what specifically but i know i've done it i just know i have how are you not a blonde (laughs) seriously i don't think i've done that because i mean i'm pretty sure not even wrong i may have but that's not that. It's not a repetitive thing for me, where I just it's keep not, forgetting and going back into the room, being like, "I don't remember why I'm in here," and then leaving an hour later, coming back in, going like, "I don't remember why I'm in here again." <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, wait, okay, so why am I in here now? And then an hour later, okay, I still don't know why I'm here. <laughs> Speaking of blonde, would you ever color your hair blonde? Um, if anything, if I were to bleach my hair i would probably put color over it and that would be the only reason why but no i'd probably not leave it blonde i bet you will i mean like at some point i probably will because that's just how hair works sometimes if you want but like i would try it out definitely but i feel like that wouldn't be what i would want to go with for like a long long time i agree i think that that you you would try it and you realize, like, my eyebrows are way too dark for me to have blonde hair. Yeah. Whatever. That's where I, I, I've had black hair. I've had blue hair. I've, I've, you know, I've done some things, too. So it's not a big deal. Yeah. You got to try, right? Yeah. You got to try. Got to try. So you got to try something new, actually, at school this last week, didn't you? You um, got to open up a squid. Yes, we got to do squid dissections. Right. Exactly. So that that's was where, fun. And how big were the squids? Um... Uh, size comparison. You take the average plastic water bottle. No, it was not that big. Imagine you cut a water bottle in half and then make... Well, no, that's not even a good comparison. From like the top to the bottom of the tentacles, was it three inches? Was it six inches? Was it nine inches? Uh, the tentacles... So two of the tentacles are really long and then they have short arms on the squid. The tentacles were like four inches maybe okay but then the body of the squid was shorter it was like three inches i'd want to say at least for me they were different sizes i had one of the smaller ones but they were like probably seven to nine inches altogether or something like that somewhere around there something like that but that's where like you open it up there that that doesn't bother you no not really you're like give me that knife let's get digging I was pretending to be a surgeon. It was fun. It <laughs> did was you have really a part? Fun. Did everybody have their own? 
Yeah, because okay. you can't because of this year you have to have social distancing and it's blah, not blah, like blah, blah, blah. yeah. You know, this is why we wear masks mm. and you're you were wearing gloves too while you're doing that, right? Well, yes, because right, right, it's exactly. Great. <laughs> but that's where it's just kind of like you're wearing gloves, you're wearing masks, all this stuff. Like, why can you not stand next to somebody else? Like, that's just dumb. Anyway, yeah, that's not. I'm not going down that road quite but yet. It, that's I where feel- that's the, we're going to get to masks here in just a minute. But was yeah. there what was your favorite thing to find? Um, you're like, oh, I want to find this. Oh, I want to find this. Uh, I was really excited to look for everything, but there was the thing called the pen. It's not a bone, but it's in the back of the squid, and it basically works as a backbone. So it's like a spine, basically, but it's not a bone mm. of any sort. Imagine, like, um, it kind of looked like, in the sense, with a pen, like a feather quill almost, but and it's like the feathered part. In the sense of the shape, but it was clear and it was like plastic. Interesting. If you, if you can imagine that. So you also found the ink sack, right? Mm-hmm. Brr, did you pop yours open? She said that you would try to write with it, but they were old. So like you did, mine didn't really write, but yes, yes, I did. I mean, the ink sack there, I mean, when you popped it open there, did they, did ink come out? No, it was dry. It was just old squids, so it didn't really work as well. But she said when they had just gotten um because once again, the a few days before even, she already had most of them and she'd probably been preparing this for a while, sure. even prior to that. So she said when she first got them, they worked like you could actually write with it, but not anymore. Sure. I it mean that's just whatever. Yeah, whatever. That's little stuff right there. But you enjoyed you like that. That, that was fun. That kind of stuff right there. She said if I really liked it, that the frogs are going to be more fun. I believe that. Would, I'm excited. Are you a science person? I like science. Science is fun. And, and s- I understand it. And so that's where I was just going to think, like, looking ahead. Have you ever really thought of, like, this is what I want to do for the like, like for my career or job or anything? Like that. Have you ever really thought about that? Like, I've thought about it, definitely. But there's, there is no, there is no end yet. I've thought... Like, at one point, I was like, I really want to be a photographer. And then I was like, well, I want to be a tattoo artist. Well, I want to be an architect. Well, I want to be... Yeah, there's a list. But that's just how that works. You know? So be it. Right now. Because you have have so many choices. There's no reason to decide. Yeah. Most likely, even if you chose something right now, it wouldn't come true. Yeah. Very few people actually like, I want to do this forever. Then they go into something completely different. So, and that's Mm -hmm. okay. That's way too many things there. So, but with all of that, you know, going back to school, you're still enjoying school. You like science, all that kind of stuff. Science is good. That's where, you know, when it comes down to what you enjoy, it's easy to try hard, right? Yeah. But what is your definition? What is your definition of trying hard? Well, there are many ways to try, and that obviously can be in many different fields. But I say if you're really trying something, that means that you're focusing on that thing and trying to complete it. Whether that's if you actually completed doing it, or maybe you didn't finish it, but it proves that you were at least focusing on that thing. You were giving your time into that, and that's what I consider to be focusing your time on something. Because trying 
doesn't always mean that you're going to be successful. We all know this. You're going to fail and you're going to fail again. And sometimes you won't even get it done right away or you won't finish right away because you're focusing on a lot of other things. But that doesn't mean you're not trying because you're still trying on something. Right. It's just putting an effort, right? Yeah. So that's where trying hard is just giving 100%. I look at that being putting in 100% regardless of the outcome. Yeah. You know, again, like you said, failing is good. You actually learn more by failing than you do succeeding. Yeah. And that's a hard pill to swallow for a lot of people, but it's the truth. But that's where like there are some things that you can complete every single time. Yeah. Do you know what some of those examples would be? Like if you, there are some things that you know, like I'm going to do my best and I'm going to complete this no matter how long it takes me. I mean, usually I can do that at some point with drawings. There are a lot of drawings that I'm, that I do start. Actually, no, that's not a good example because there are a lot of drawings that I do start, but don't finish. But that's just because you lose inspiration, motivation, all the things and drop it but even when that happens for me i usually pick it up after a while and then i realize the drawing's not going anywhere but um geez um something i know that i can always finish um hmm. you mean like cleaning your room yeah <laughs> making your bed <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that I'm not going to lie. <laughs> trying hard is isn't is not an easy thing to do on some things. There's some things that you just don't want to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if you were going to put the effort in to do it, you might as well focus on it, do it the best you can, and then move on to the next. Exactly. Because you could clean your room for three hours and and get nothing done. Yeah. Right. I mean, that just sounds that sounds horrible to me. But at the same time, you could focus for 20 to 30 minutes and make it pristine. Yeah. If you focused on it, being like, all right, I'm going to get this up. I'm going to make sure every piece of paper is done. I'm going to do a quick vacuum, dusting, all that stuff. Easily done in less than 30 minutes. Yeah. Because you have to have focus. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Do you always have focus when you're trying to do things? No. No, you don't. <laughs> but the point is, what I'm saying here is this, like, if you're going to, if you want something, you have to put in the effort. Yeah. If you don't put in the effort, if you're not willing to try what you're at least try hard or whatever you want to accomplish, regardless of the end result, then you're really just kind of just doing it to do it. Mm-hmm. It's not really, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to really think about when it comes down to like trying something new because it's scary, right? Yeah. Trying it new is scary because you're really unsure of what you're doing, trying to figure out you know, the matrix of everything that, that you want to see. You want to see the whole world right away, but then there's a lot of different levels and, and systems and all this other stuff that you have to try to to do. But that's where that that you have to get a, throw that fear away. Let me rephrase that. You have to embrace that fear. Yeah. You have to embrace that fear and be able to keep going and keep going and knowing that you're going to fall back a little bit and keep going. It's like steps, you know? You're going up and down and up and down and up and down. And hopefully... Every time you go up, you get a little bit further than the last time. Mm-hmm. And that's where, like, I think when it comes down to your or myself and your mom, um, we both got new jobs recently mm-hmm. and we want to do the best we can. But what it comes down to is that there's a lot of failure in our jobs right now. 
Yeah. And I, I we, we talked about failure the other day and I talked about learning new things and where you get dumber right away. Get dumber first. <laughs> you get dumber first. And I had a friend of mine come up to me and she's like, I, uh, they listened to the podcast and she said like, you know, that what you talked about, they're getting dumber, that there's actually a name for that. It's called the learning pit. Mm-hmm. Which sounds much nicer than getting dumber. But getting dumber is more fun. It's funner to say that. <laughs> it's I'm, funner. I'm, I'm it's funner. still getting dumber right now um, because I'm still trying to learn things. I'm starting to see the, the bottom. I'm starting to see the bottom. Like I can see the bottom where I can start creeping up with a lot of things. Like So that's good. You know, with my new job and stuff like that, I've been there for about 30 days. I got about 60 more days of like of my probationary area and all that kind of stuff. And hopefully by the end of there, like everything else is running pretty smooth. But what it comes down to mm-hmm. is that, you know, there's fear. But if yeah. I don't try hard all at all of these things, if I don't give 100%, like I'm not going to get better and they're not going to want to keep me at my job. Exactly. So do I want to do all of the things they asked me to do? Absolutely not. But that's any job. You could have your favorite job over all the things you want to do. Like I've wanted, I've wished for this job my whole life and now I got it and I'm the happiest I could be. And guess what? Inside of that job, there are jobs that you do not want to do. Yeah. There's paperwork or there's like different meetings you have to go to or certain people you have to talk to. You're like, oh God, I don't want to do this. But guess what? Wow. That's a part of life. Doing the things you don't want to do and putting the good effort into those things, that's only going to make you a stronger person. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's great. But that's where like when it comes down to like my new job, mom's new job and stuff like that, how does that affect you? Well, it affects me mostly with schedules of babysitting and that type thing. And then it also affects like um, per se, I just got dropped off from school from the neighbors. Okay. And I'm walking into the house. I don't know if mom's going to be on a call. I don't know even if somebody's going to be home right then because sometimes... I don't know. Stuff happens. No, nope, sure. not everybody knows. And sometimes and Bo won't be home. So that's like, at least if mom's on a call, I don't. Well, no, it doesn't really matter because Bo does his own thing. But like, at least I know that that's happening. But other than that, mom could be on a call. You could be home. You could not be home. Mom might be at the VFW. I don't know what's going on. But... We try, to have, we try to have those conversations trying. with you before you go to school. Yes. Just kind of give you... Now, when it comes down to usually us being home or not being home, you'll usually know that... Yeah. Now, what you're going to walk into, again, with mom on the phone, or that's another question mark. Like, who knows? And most likely, I, if I was a betting man, mom's on the phone. Yep. Regardless if she's working or just talking to a friend, because mm-hmm. she spends... She likes to talk to her friends. Talking is fun. Talking is... Sure. I have Tomorrow. other I have <laughs> other thoughts on that. Like the amount of time that mom has to spend on the phone talking to people, all that kind of stuff. I get it. She's she can do all that stuff. Like that I would hate it. I yeah. can't stand there's very few people that I could stay on the phone with and talk to for just a friend, just a just a random chat. Yeah. There's very few people that I could do that with and and enjoy my time. Yeah, I get that. Sometimes it's just, you know, well, for me, it's not an all the time thing because I know you're talking about in general. Right. But I'm saying there are times where I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to call people right now. I don't really want to talk to people. And yeah, that happens. But for me, sometimes 
it's about me at that point, which sounds selfish, but like we talked about in one of our other episodes, you gotta be selfish before you can be selfless. And in that scenario, it's more of, I need me time for like 10 minutes, maybe, and then I can talk to people. Plain and simple. I mean, that, that's fair. I need me time, 10 minutes. Okay. I can go talk to people now. But why? <laughs> what are you getting out of? Like, why, why do you need that 10 minutes? What did you just get done doing that you need 10 minutes before you go talk to people? Well, it's not that I just got done doing something. It's just that there are some times where it's like, it's less of like, oh, I just did this for three hours. Leave me alone. Or, well, it could be that as well. Definitely. But it's not like that's the only thing. Because there are times where I just say, I don't want to talk to people. Just straight up. There's not a reason. There's. It's not that I don't like people at that point. Well, it is. But it's not that I don't like specific people at that time. Or that I'm annoyed at people. Or that... Even it's not even that I might be tired or I feel bad. It's just straight up. I don't want to talk to people right now. And you know what's funny is that there's a lot of people listen to this going like, yeah, sometimes I don't want to talk to people either. We're all like exactly. that. One of my favorite things um, about COVID uh, was the winter time because you could go to the store. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times when, I mean, and I know that I'm not alone. There's many people like that. Like, I want to go to the store. I want to get what I need. I want to get out. I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to go and do my thing. Yeah. But that's where like the things with the masks is great because I could go in there with winter. Winter helped because I got my winter jacket on. I got my winter hat on. I got my mask on. The only thing you can see are my eyes. And if you, if I really, really wanted to make sure you didn't know who I was, like I put on a pair of sunglasses or something like that. And you could, and nobody would know who I am. So great. And that's where, like, that stuff was great. And, you know, this is where I look at, like, the social distancing and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, you mean people have to stand further away from me? Perfect. Like, that, I love it. Like, yeah. stop. Get out of my bubble. Let's just create a new bubble. And then you can stand over there. Like, I, that social distancing never bothered me. I'm like, good. Just stay away from me. That's that's even better. For me, the only thing that it really bothered me with was during school because they would yell at you. It's like, oh my gosh, you are five feet and 11 inches away from someone. Walk away right now. <laughs> but yeah, that's it's dumb. just, well, it wasn't exactly that, but it kind of felt like that. Like, oh my gosh, you are four feet away from somebody. Stop. Stop. That's unacceptable. It's, you know, I understand. Calm down. <laughs> and I... I'm going to, I'm going to give the teachers, um, some credit on that. Okay. Purely because, uh, their, their stress level is high enough. Yeah. And I couldn't tell you the, the countless meetings that they had to go into on how strict that they needed to be, to be able to keep things as safe as they could to be able to get the kids back into school. So I understand that teachers got a little uh, over the top, maybe at some times, maybe a little obnoxious at times. And that doesn't bother me at all, purely because they're trying to, they're living in high stress the whole time and they're trying to do the best they can to be able to do what they can to get the kids, like relieve as much out of the school so they get get the kids back into the schools. And I, and I, and I, and I, so I don't hold teachers against with that purely because they want kids back in. They want to be done doing double duty when it comes to the at home stuff. Does. And it's, yeah, we need, we need it all to go away. And it, it, it slowly is like there's States that are opening up completely right now. And it's just going to be a slow roll with all that kind of stuff. Great. 
let that let's just kind of take it one step at a time, right? Yeah. So this is where when it comes down to masks and stuff like that, there are still people that are very anti and don't get me wrong. I am too, but I wear it just cause I got things to do and I just will, I will just comply, which I hate that word and just do it just for the purpose of let's get, let's all just be done with it. Yeah. Let's do what we can and I'll be done. So do it now, not have to do it later. Right. So for our last topic here today, I wanted to ask you about this purely because it's something that I, I I hold on to a lot and it's something that I believe in, but I want to know when it comes to you, who holds your power and how can you lose your power? So in what sense? Because that question confuses me because I somewhat understand what you mean because from that, what I'm getting, what you're asking me is who has power over me. Is that right? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. So I look at this. Now, I'm going to let you think about this, but it's like when it comes down to power, it's me being able to go make decisions. When it comes down to making decisions, and, and this is a ruthless, this is an absolutely ruthless type of, uh, of example right here. Okay. But this is what it comes down to is like when it comes down to somebody being um, unfaithful with their partner. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about that. Like having the power, having your power means that you can take. If somebody was to come up to you and try to flirt with you, all that kind of stuff while you're in a relationship with somebody else, and then you cheat on your significant other with that person, you have now given your power to that person that you cheated on. Yeah. Right? Because you're weak. Because that weakness forced you to give that power to the person that actually, not the person you cheated on, the person that you cheated with. Yeah. You holding that power allowed you to tell that person to be like, no, go away. I don't need you anymore. Holding down to that power allows you to have control of your life, make those good decisions that are best for you. When you start allowing other people to make decisions for you that are out of your control, that is when you start giving your power away. So it's when it comes down to like my job right now. Like my learning curve is very high when it comes down to things, but I know what I need to do. I know what I don't need to do. And I've even been approached a few times by random people like talking down to me and I don't let them do that. Yeah. Because. Nor should you. Right. That's exactly it. But there are some people that are, that are, have that fear are not comfortable with controversy and will, will let that person take their power away from me. Like the power, my power is something I keep very close to me where I know what I can or cannot do or should or should not do. And I cross that line a little bit from time to time. Cause guess what? That's what I do. And yeah. I'm, all, I'm okay with that. Cause that means I know where that line is, but if you're, your personal power is, is needs to be important to you yeah, because it makes you make better decisions like lying. Every time you lie, you give some of your power away. Mm -hmm. You just being honest with yourself, honest with whatever situation is. Because if you did something bad and you need to lie about it, you shouldn't have done it in the first place. You lied about it. You've given your power away. That's mm -hmm. where that works there. So my example to you is like, A, right now, who holds your power? Uh, That's not a trick question. I know it isn't. Uh, you and mom. No, not at all. Right? Me? You do. <laughs> you hold your power. But I, and I'm not I'm not giving any examples here, but anytime that you lie, you give me and mom some of your power. Mm -hmm. 
every time that you don't accomplish something that we asked you to do or something that is very comfortable to do, you give me and mom some of your power. When it comes down to you making those decisions, you doing those extra little things means that you're, you're getting some of that power back and or making your power stronger. It's that learning curve through there. So that it's just something I want you to think about. Like the power that you have owning your power mm-hmm. allows you to make better decisions. And there's times where you have to think about that. Like I have two decisions to make here. I could either I could do what's right or I could do what's wrong. The right isn't fun. The wrong thing is a lot more fun, but I, there's consequences with each one. Mm-hmm. And it, it's deciding on there. You using that power to make that decision is what's going to come forth with that. Yeah. And so that's where it comes down to. It's just really controlling who you are and making sure you're making decisions for yourself. And that's, that's every parody that's child to adult, all of those things. And unfortunately for you and your age, it's just trying to figure it out yet. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. There's people in their forties and fifties right now that still haven't figured it out. So, yeah. but that's where that's up to them, but whatever that, 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 that power thing I've, I found that is, it's been very true to me purely because I like who I am. I like what I've done for myself and my family and I want to keep that strong, which means yeah. then I have to have the discipline to do all the things that I need to do for me to better everybody else on there. Mm-hmm. And so that's all that is. So I want you to think about that going forward and you know, maybe we'll talk about that again down the road. Yeah. If you have some issues or situations where you're like, I don't know if I lost some, I don't know if I gained some, but like, Hey, let's have that conversation and go. Right. Yeah. All right. Any last words? Uh, Baloney. Baloney it is. All right, guys. See you later. (laughs) Bye, guys.